0: That recliner almost chopped my mate's finger off. This is what our killer looks like. Tire.
1: Everyone has been affected in one way or another by this terrible tomato onslaught. There was a a standing lamp in this room, what happened to it?
0: Attack of the Killer Objects! This is what our killer looks like. The tire. What brand of tire? Probably brandless. Yes. Is it black?
1: I'm
0: starting to like it. Door just opened.
1: Come on, be a good boy. Blow my head off.
0: Again. Come on, closer. Okay. You get one of you guys with a flamethrower. Just anybody there? Your hi, hello. Well, <laughs> Welcome to Attack of the Killer Objects. I'm your host, Anastasia, as per usual. And my guest with me today is BP from the Let's Talk Art channel. Hi, Hello. BP.
1: Hello. Hello. I like the intro. I like the little intro you did there.
0: Uh, thanks. I do it every episode. It's also in our um, intro music. Nice. Yeah, like I I do just that uh, at the end of the intro. I literally spliced me saying that just at the beginning of the first episode i recorded into the theme after i recorded the first episode
1: (laughs) yeah well i mean that that, you know that's the that's the best way of doing it i think yeah probably the the quickest
0: it was definitely the quickest but i mean i i (laughs) I did nail it also so like it works there we go one and done one and done that's all i needed (laughs) (laughs) i did spend several hours painstakingly like producing like a spooky little sounds and then adding in spliced audio from different movies that I knew I was going to cover. Right. Yeah. You should check it out if you haven't listened to it already. Oh, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a good theme. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn. I
1: like it already.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so today's episode is Rubber. That means, if you don't know what Rubber is, that's right. It's a movie about a killer tire. A killer tire that has psychokinesis. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's, 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 it's about as batshit crazy as what it sounds, really, isn't it?
0: It is and yet so this movie actually got like good reviews and was liked by critics yeah like it was shown at con and they liked it (laughs) yeah
1: i um i remember when that happened and uh there was like a huge like uproar like about about it happening like people like people like this movie um but i mean we get into it obviously you know but i mean i genuinely really like it
0: I do too. I like the absurdity of it. Yeah. I like the execution, um, the setup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like the the randomness of it all. I, yeah. I enjoy the whole shebang. I like its sense of humor.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's one of those films that it, it knows what it's trying to be, um, and he's trying to 100%. make the best the best version of it. Um, it's like you get so many directors out there who you know are purposely making films to be weird, and I feel like this film. sort of did the opposite of that where it had this like it's almost as if they went well i just want to make a film about a tire that goes around killing people that's going to be really fucking weird so how do we make that into a film um and then it was and the weird elements are what you know is part of it it's not like uh like a david lynch thing where uh you know the film could be like the most normal film in the world and then at the end uh it's all inside of a box that closes and (laughs) and it's never real um you know it's 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 an interesting way of uh, that they made this film I think that's what I look at it as
0: uh, yeah absolutely so we'll get into it just like a summary of what goes on for everybody so yeah there's a group of people in the California desert that are gathered to watch a film there's a sheriff named Chad who points out at the beginning he's sort of like your your ad hoc narrator if you will who tells you that there are many moments in cinema that happen for no reason and that life is full of things happening for for no reason and that this film is an homage to no reason. It definitely is. Absolutely. It's like yeah, it's it's absurd. So <laughs> yeah, so Chad is sometimes participating in the narrative and the action and sometimes he's again like your commentator narrator of sorts and that's a lot of the film. It's a constant breaking of the fourth wall Yeah, and I enjoy that. So there's also an accountant that That comes up, and he's on a bicycle, and he sort of passes out uh, uh, binoculars to this audience of people in the desert, and uh, then he just sort of rides off. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the audience starts looking through their binoculars and kind of arguing and talking about waiting for the film. And uh, throughout the film, this group of people return uh, on the screen, and they and it sort of gauges their reactions to everything that's taken place so far. They're essentially the Greek chorus.
1: Yes, they're like that. That is weird because yeah, as you say, it's like breaking the fourth wall because they are like us. You know, we are the audience watching the film, but they're watching the film sort of as the audience firsthand as it happens. But yet you're like, but all they've got is binoculars. so yeah. it's like how can they see it all and. They're like or, commentating on it and it's, or no uh,
0: any dialogue. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, yeah, it's uh it's such a an odd concept, but it works so well for the film.
0: It does. So yeah, somewhere nearby uh, there is a tire that starts like rumbling and moving and slowly rises up. And its name, its name is Robert. Why is <laughs> why is the tire named Robert? No reason. After standing upright, he discovers he has the psychokinesis and he's he sort of tests it on nearby animals and inanimate objects. Bottles. It's so funny!
1: It's so fucked bunnies. up, but funny.
0: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Robert spots a woman drive by, and he attempts to use his powers on her, but he can only succeed in making her car stall. Um, and then she manages to start her car again, and Robert gets run over by a truck that's like right behind her. <laughs> And then he freaks out and murders the truck driver that ran over him. You know, as you would, as a psychotic killing tire. Tire, yeah. But I mean, you'd be pretty, pretty fucking miffed, no matter who you are, if you get run over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and you live to tell the tale, you know.
1: Yeah, Robert or not.
0: Yeah, exactly. So Robert follows the woman um to her nearby hotel. It's really a motel, and uh, he essentially as. He checks in, if you will, to the next room. He just enters it. He doesn't, you know, be like, one room, please. Give me the key.
1: (laughs) I'd love to see that.
0: That would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so he gets he stays and he goes into the room right next to her and a maid comes in to clean that room so that an actual person can check into it (laughs) and she throws him out and then he kills her
1: (laughs) yeah another head explosion
0: yep Uh, very scanners yes you know making Cronenberg proud
1: yeah very reminiscent it did remind me of it straight away I was just like straight away
0: absolutely so Sheriff Chad comes back of course and uh, he starts investigating Investigating the string of murders. Meanwhile, the infilled, uh, the in film, film, in film audience. It's been two days, by the way, since all this has started. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're starving because you know, like, why didn't they leave to get food or have some one person go get pizza or something? You know, no reason.
1: No, there's no reason. They're not going to think about that. They're they they're, they're t- t- too enticed by this uh, this this live film, this <laughs> live play that they're watching about a killer tire.
0: Yeah, who needs food? But then uh, the accountant comes back and delivers a turkey to them, and everyone who eats it. Immediately gets intense abdominal pain. Meanwhile, the motel owner is being questioned by Chad, who stops suddenly upon hearing an alarm go off, which indicates to him that the audience has started dying from the poison-laced turkey. Yeah,
1: I didn't see that coming, like at all. Like, <laughs> and then and then it happens, and you're like, he
0: the killed fuck? the yeah, he killed the audience for some <laughs> inexplicable reason. Yeah, no reason, you know.
1: They don't explain it.
0: Well, no, and I keep saying no reason because they gave a whole little speech. There's no reason to any of this.
1: There is no reason. I know that's it because you keep on like throughout this film, you keep on thinking of the reasons as to why it's happening. But then you do, like you say, resort straight back to the opening monologue of him saying there is no reason. And Mm -hmm. that's, and then I keep on going, right, well now it's, it's one of those weird films to watch because as I say, you're looking for something that's not there and it's purposefully not there, but your brain's like, there must be something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. So the sheriff urges the other characters in the movie to go home telling him look man the movie is over the audience is dead but then the accountant is like um actually the uh the guy in the wheelchair didn't eat any of the turkey so you still have one audience member and he the sheriff's just fucking embarrassed at this point
1: <laughs> yeah, it's such a good scene
0: yeah <laughs> So he witnesses Robert kill the motel owner and leads the cops on a tire hunt. The accountant attempts to poison the wheelchair using audience member, but he becomes too hungry to resist the poisoned food.
1: (laughs) It's so fucking stupid
0: it's the stupidest thing (laughs) like and he uh... he, he eats it and he dies of course
1: yeah it's like i remember the first time i watched it and i've watched it's funny i've watched this film quite a few times and i remember the first time watching it going like is it hang on is he is he eating that food and and then obviously you know he does and and then then he then he dies and i still had the same feeling when i watched it last night i was just like he is eating that food and he fucking knows (laughs) like he knows but he's still doing it
0: yeah he knows but you know no reason behind it. Still, no just, just hungry. Gonna eat it. Not thinking about it. All right. So Robert comes across a group of people that are burning a large pile of tires, and he goes on a homicidal rampage.
1: Yeah. Everyone's gonna get their head exploded.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, he walked up on what looked like genocide to him.
1: It's revenge.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Chadler's the tire into a trap using dynamite on a mannequin dressed up as the woman that he followed to the motel. <laughs> Such an absurd scene. <laughs> yeah,
1: but they even say how absurd it is in it. Like, they do. That's the great thing.
0: They're acknowledging the absurdity. Um. So Robert blows up the mannequin's head and the, unfortunately the dynamite does not detonate. No. Uh, so the man who's using the wheelchair just starts like mercilessly mocking the sheriff. And uh, Chad becomes enraged enough that he literally destroys Robert with a shotgun off screen, mind you, yeah. and then tosses the tire onto the man. And the man just kind of continues to criticize him for the fact that the movies ended anticlimactically.
1: Yeah, yeah he just wanted to see a mannequin blow up. But quite, yeah, not <laughs> yeah, slowly.
0: Yeah. So Robert, you notice, is reincarnated into a tricycle nearby and he proceeds to kill the man in the wheelchair before recruiting (laughs) a literal army of tires and they're heading to hollywood baby (laughs) (laughs) and then during the credits um you see the opening scene play again but this time it's from a different angle and it reveals to you that chad is not speaking to the audience at all um there's no one there he's just speaking to nothing
1: nothing because there's no reason
0: yeah because no reason
1: no reason
0: finn the end
1: (laughs) that's it finny yeah finny (laughs) uh it's um it's so it's so weird in it but i just
0: but in such
1: a good good way that's that's what i love about it i think um it's just an interesting look at at how you make a film
0: totally um if you don't have an appreciation for absurdity this movie is not for you
1: absolutely not
0: if you I... do yeah. then go watch this fucking movie it's great for what yeah. it is you know
1: it's uh, i mean the funny story i've told you this before um but uh with with rubber so me and some friends we always used to have um you know the, these film nights and stuff and there was always a big group of us and uh rubber was was a film that i chose to watch and this was the first time i'd never uh, i'd never seen it so i hadn't seen it before and uh out of everybody in this room uh it, i was the only one who was i i thought that was so good and everybody else was like what the fuck are you on like <laughs> This is, this is so shit. Uh, and it literally like makes no sense and everything. But I'm like, that's the beauty like of it. It's not in your face like I'm trying to make the weirdest fucking film in the world. It's like, let's just make a film that's weird.
0: Yeah, they know and what they're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. They knew exactly what they were doing, um, you know, when they made it. And it was it, it almost felt as though like they went just with the with the film, you know, the weirdness went throughout the film you know like i don't know if there was so much pre-planning on it or if there was then they did a good job but it just felt like it's sort of like the weirdness just went with the film as it went on
0: totally totally you just go with it you just go along for the ride yeah okay so what's your best kill
1: uh so the best kill i've got um i, I did actually get the put the the guy although technically it's not a kill because he doesn't kill but he kills himself but the guy that's that,
0: exactly what i put the account so
1: the, guy, the guy that poisons himself because it's just the Absurd, the absurdity of it where he's just he, you know he, he knows it. i mean he's the one that's bringing them the food yeah and he's
0: then, willingly eating tainted turkey
1: yeah he, <laughs> he's literally sitting there and and he's like not even thinking about it or anything and then when he does like die like it sort of goes on for ages where he's just like <laughs> like you know full-on stomach problems and and then oh yeah and then he just and then he just fucking croaks it and it's it's hilarious.
0: He gave himself this like slow painful agony death.
1: Yeah, yeah, for no reason.
0: For no reason. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so what was your worst kill?
1: Oh, I mean, the mannequin um, was my was the worst kill for me just because um, I mean, nothing really overly happens. That that was pretty much it for me.
0: OK, so I didn't inc- include the mannequin because it's not a sentient object.
1: Right. Fair enough.
0: I said that the worst kill was the anticlimactic kill of Robert.
1: Oh, right. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, you're probably right there yeah I mean yeah you, you know what I've I backtracked what I said yeah, the, <laughs> yeah.
0: If,
1: if we're going for like you know something that's the you know uh, uh, a living thing even though you know he is a tire then yeah you're right I mean he sort of goes in shoots him and uh and then that's it yeah he just, it's then he's reincarnated into some a tricycle thing but yeah you know you're right that is the worst one
0: okay so you want
1: some sort of grand death of him don't you you want, such, a grand... you, know?
0: you want a grand death but also he doesn't even die I mean he dies, but he just reincarnates like instantly.
1: Yeah, you sort of want to see see it on like a larger scale.
0: Yeah, it, you want it to not just be that easy either. Yeah, shotgun dead, boom, easy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
1: and then he just walks out with flopping a tire around.
0: Yeah. What? No. Okay. Best character.
1: Uh, oh, I mean, it, the sheriff for me is by far like for me is the main character. Um, I just I think for me the reason I liked his character is because mostly because he was he was perfectly casted because he wasn't casted as a sheriff. He's casted as an actor who's playing a sheriff. So yeah. you can see him as. An actor, you know, he he feels so real because in the film he is an actor playing the sheriff, and that's how it feels. Um, you know, he's not putting on this sort of sheriff persona or impression. He's very, you know, in times in it, he's very like sort of flamboyant. You know, it's it's you know the way he approaches the scene and stuff. He he doesn't come across as a sheriff whatsoever. So I think they got that, you know, the actor and the performance spot
0: on. I have to agree with you, um, but also. His responses to just literally everything are yeah, fantastic <laughs> yeah yeah
1: he's just like from the scene where he's in like uh the truck when they're trying to uh get that that woman who's trying to talk to the as as if they're the mannequin and he takes yeah. over and he, the way he's talking like saying the things it's just so it's so weird um <laughs> but he's saying it like like an actor and you're like you know and you're saying he's supposed to be the sheriff but obviously in the film you know he sort of goes beyond that point then um sure. but then also the The other thing i started thinking about was i genuinely love the tire like rubber as a character because it's so weird because even when i was watching it last night i was just like how do i feel like that it's a living breathing thing like even though it's just something that's rolling around um you know from the first moment you see it like rise up and it's so expertly like done you know that you feel like there's like a real person even though it's a tyre um you know to the first times it's like rolling around and it's learning how to how to roll and it's and it's almost like you get this sort of excitement and a joy uh because you sort of feel that from from the tyre yet yeah it can't talk and it has no eyes it's just really really well well they done we- so.
0: they weirdly bring so much life to that tyre
1: <laughs> yeah um and i still to this day i'm like even though like you know i know that you know it was all remote control and, and stuff like that and that's how they sort of did it but um, I don't know there was just so much life to something that literally has no life.
0: Yeah they I yeah they did a good job giving it character for not even you know what I mean for just yeah. being a, a plain face tire.
1: Yeah I mean literally all they you know anyone can make a film about that you just get a tire and prop it up and roll it but there was so yeah. much more to that and you know the way that they filmed it and everything it was it was, there's so much more to this film than it being just a fucking weird film.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Okay, what did you find to be the funniest moment?
1: Uh, funniest moment I put, because <laughs> I don't know why, I could not stop laughing. When um, the, the, there's a woman that leaves the cafe, and when she's leaving it, she, the door just falls down. Um, so she just pushes the door and it just falls down, like for no reason. <laughs> And I could not I, Because I, that was I didn't notice that The first time I watched it And when I watched it last night I was literally laughing My ass off Because once again It's one of those things Where you're like Well why did that happen um, Yeah And yeah. I, yeah That's that's like Out of everything in it And I laughed out loud At that
0: bit Um, I really Like Was like Hysterically laughing At the audience's Mass poisoning Especially like The first time <laughs> I watched it yeah. Because like I knew that Bad food was sus The second he brought it to them <laughs> <laughs> And then immediately like they've taken a few bites and automatically, Oh god, I'm uh bleh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I,
1: I, uh, the other funny moment that I had written down was just the fact that the guy had the turkey in his room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that literally made me laugh so much. Um. And I was like, "This is so random." But then, obviously, the turkey turned up, and and he'd cooked it himself, and and so on, and poisoned it. Um. Mm-hmm. But I almost sort of feel that they just left it as if the turkey was in his room, and you never saw it again, because it's so random. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I could believe that too. Like you're just like, why does he have a turkey in his room, and you just yeah, never find out. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Final question. What was your most "what the fuck" moment?
1: Uh, I put um, that the when the kid starts talking to the tire. Um, yeah. Because it's like it's completely out of the blue. And at what point does this kid think like I'm gonna start talking to this tire? It's um it's so weird. And literally once it's another thing that doesn't make any sense. Um, because nobody else in the film is, is sort of talking to this tire, but. It's, right. Right, and,
0: and he didn't really know that it was doing anything. No, yeah, no, no,
1: exactly. He's just the tire's there, and he's just standing there talking to it. And you're, I'm like, what, what's going on?
0: Yeah, bit weird. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is the yeah. same
0: kid. Of course, this is the same kid who stopped before delivering the pizza to put roadkill on the pizza.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then like had to like walk into the pool to retrieve the tire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so I've got some fun facts.
1: Good, I want to hear them.
0: Okay, so first of all, and this is obvious, this film was made almost entirely with practical special effects. Almost none of it was CGI. So that's, and
1: they did a really good job.
0: Yeah, very little CGI. Uh, one of the spectators is played by Daniel Quinn, who starred in a scanner's knockoff kind of movie called Scanner Cop from right. 90, from nineteen ninety four. And as you can guess, in that movie, he makes people's heads explode with his mind, just as the tire <laughs> does. Um, the tire is watch when the tire is watching NASCAR on the TV. That little that little snippet. Yeah. The sound we hear from it is um, it's different series of motor racing, it's most likely Formula One and not NASCAR. Right. Um. Mostly because the director's uh, French.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, of course he is, yeah.
0: yeah. So, when the tricycle is moving along the road at around an hour and 14 minutes, the picture flips and the bell and the lone handlebar grip streamer move from the left side to the right side and then they flip back again.
1: Oh, see, oh, I didn't notice that. My eyes don't work that well.
0: It's uh, It's just a bit of uh, flub with the editing, they just—they just, they just <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when Chad, the sheriff, is addressing the crowd at the start of the movie, you can see the reflection of the production crew in the glass of water he is holding. Oh, see,
1: now I'm going to have to go back and look.
0: Yeah, go back and pause it. You can see him. In the end credits, payroll company is spelled incorrectly. It's, spe- <laughs> it's spelled compagni. C-O-M-P-A-G-N-Y. C-O-M-P-A-G-N-Y. Uh, the section of tire tread that Lieutenant Chad throws into the lap of the man in the wheelchair is obviously not the same tread pattern that Robert has. So it's a completely different tire and not Robert's corpse,
1: right. Yeah, I did notice actually. Yeah, that's true because mm-hmm. I, I when I was watching it, I'm like, that doesn't even look like the tire.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's the same tire. It's a different. Because
1: tire. when i when I first watching it, uh, watched it, I, I genuinely thought, that it was going to be like you know one of those classic sort of like things in movies where it wasn't actually him because of you know the tread on the tire i'm like well that's not it um and it, you know maybe he escaped out the back or something um <laughs> but then that doesn't happen he's a uh, he's just turned into a tricycle
0: yeah you know not what you expect
1: <laughs> no no once again
0: yeah uh subverting expectations yeah all right and then my final little fun fact is uh in 2012's film looper starring joseph gordon lovett and Bruce Willis. There me. is a French poster for the film Rubber hanging on a wall behind Bruce Willis in one scene. Yeah, uh, oh, that's
1: interesting. See, once again, now I've got to go back and watch that just to see it.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of all I've uh, that's got, all I got going.
1: Nice. Well, I haven't really got any facts about this film. Just the fact that it's bloody brilliant, and people should uh, should see
0: it. That's true, absolutely. So, would you like to plug your show before I let you go?
1: Yeah, um, let's talk horror channel. Uh, you know, we are we're a podcast as well as a YouTube channel, and now on TikTok because you know, obviously, everybody is. Um, well, I'm Oh uh, well, yeah, but I mean, you know, you're you're better than me. <laughs> you're a better <laughs> person than me. Um, <laughs> but um I'm just a fucking sellout. Um but <laughs> But I can't, uh,
0: yeah. I can't keep up, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, there's too much, isn't there? I mean, I'm not saying I put anything on it that's of any interest. Uh, if you like horror related content or anything like that, then you'll like it. But the main thing is, you know, obviously the, the podcast that we do. Um, it's uh, every month I release one, I'd like to do more, but uh, you know, life. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, once a month we bring out a podcast. Um, you, you yourself were was on the the latest podcast episode that we I did, was, all about the I thing. Was. Um, Um, and that was obviously we had great fun doing that and uh
0: did talking about his magnificent beard
1: his beautiful beard uh Jared Jared Leto being a douchebag he is Uh, that he, he still hasn't sued me so that's good
0: also good me neither <laughs>
1: um yeah so you know that's it so we you know we're, we're all right there um, Sorted. and uh yeah you know we went off topic and we kept on topic and uh learned th- I learned things that I didn't know and uh people have mes- been messaging me about the episode and saying things about uh you know how they didn't realize certain things so it's good because we we informed people of things and uh gave I think we gave them a very good episode so um
0: fuck yeah that's why we do this
1: man yeah exactly exactly if we can reach uh you know one person then we've done our job if we reach more than that then we're bloody brilliant which is you know what we are
0: uh, so <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, so uh yeah
1: uh once a month it comes out new episode will be at the start of uh of uh wherever we're in june uh, or oh, and it's a super uh you know special groovy extravaganza all about uh the legend that is bruce campbell um,
0: Absolutely.
1: i'm looking forward to uh everybody hearing that and hopefully it doesn't turn out as shit as what i probably think it will be
0: i'm sure it'll be great (laughs) (laughs) but yeah
1: um but yeah i uh, i enjoy doing it i love it i love it and i love that i get to do uh, these guest spots on on people's shows because uh especially shows like yours because they are different and i love that uh, you know you're you're bringing out different things with with horror versus reality and and this new podcast you're doing Well
0: thanks man i uh, i try to keep it interesting <laughs> yeah,
1: Well you definitely do and um, i'm always i'm always happy to to be on Ah uh,
0: and we are well me it's just me <laughs> it's, I'm always happy to one. have you yeah That's it (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, just one thing I do want to say on Rubber as well, if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, But um, I think everybody needs to give this this film a shot um, because I know a lot of people get really put off by just an explanation, you know, and a synopsis by this film. And it's understandably so, isn't it? Because it's such... Uh, a strange film uh, and uh, to try and talk about it and trying to get people to, to want to watch it. You know, the amount of times people were like, I'm not fucking watching that. Um, So as you rightly said, if, if, you know, if, if you can watch these sort of films that um, one, don't really make much sense, but have a good time doing it, then I genuinely think people need to watch rubber because it is very much so up there uh, at the top of the list of these sort of films uh, about killer objects um, for me anyway um, that really really sort of uh, stands out of being unique but in in a very good way
0: totally um so my next episode i've already picked the movie but i've not found my guest for you yet right but my next movie is going to be killer condom
1: killer condom yes like rubber.
0: Uh, well, that is kind of my joke theme. <laughs> is that it's a rubber, and we're yeah. doing rubber. I did think of that, so that's what June's about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I
1: genuinely didn't know there was a film about a killer condom.
0: Okay, so I, let me just tell you before, you and the audience, a little bit about it before oh, our next episode. <laughs> so, it is produced by Troma.
1: Oh, God, bloody hell.
0: But it's also a German horror movie. Blimey. That takes place in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Figure that one out. But yeah, it follows the exploits of a killer condom. That's, that's mental, isn't it? It's completely mental. I've actually written about it a little in a yet-to-be-shopped-around-to-be-published uh, book on German horror films that I've been writing for years at this point uh-huh so so keep your eyes out for that someday (laughs) yeah uh but yeah so it's been a long time coming on this film for me I'm really excited to uh divulge the craziness that is Killer Condom
1: (laughs) just hearing it makes me just like I want to see it but also I feel like I'm gonna be sick if I watch it
0: um, it's not that gray and the gore is really hokey.
1: Is it like classic trauma where it's like fucking like goopy and shit?
0: Uh, yeah, the blood's <laughs> not super realistic, even. For German mid '90s horror, I think it came out in '96 or '97. Oh, so, so
1: it's like, it, I mean, it's, uh, do you know what? It shows how old I am because I keep on thinking I'm like '96, '97. That's not that old, and then, <laughs> and see, then I, I think,
0: also think that way about the '90s, even right. though we're now staring down the barrel of 30 years from parts yeah. of the '90s. So no, it's
1: insane, right? It's like How fucking old am I to think that that, like that was like round the corner and like, you know, not that long ago. You know, uh,
0: it's okay that we're still in the 90s a little bit. I I think it's
1: I think it's fine. Yeah, me too. I love the 90s. 90s, Best time of my life. <laughs> then I grew up, and now look at me.
0: <laughs> I, w- I mean, I was only alive in the eighties for a co- like a, a little bit of a like a year and two months, so yeah. I can't really speak on the eighties that much. I wasn't conscious for most of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't, I wasn't conscious for most of the nineties, but that was for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, if I could if I said the same thing it'd be a problem because I was a child throughout the entirety of the 90s.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was a child for quite a bit of it. Just a problem child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I turned 12 in 2000, so that's that's what I mean. I was like young. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I don't even know. I've lost I'm so old. I don't know how old I am anymore. <laughs> I've given, I've given up. I just spend my life watching films like Rubber.
0: You know what? That's okay.
1: And that's a good way to live life.
0: It is. And on that note, folks, we will see you next time for Killer Condom.
1: <laughs> Enjoy.
0: Yes. All right. Let me find the stop button. Stop. Cancel. 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 Damn it.